guys, welcome back to the Systematic Podcast. I hope everybody is keeping well and enjoying the month of May, which has been a bit miserable for us in London. It's been continuously raining, but we hope that it's going to get much, much better. And Priya here, the other half to Systematic to Alicia. And we today are going to be talking about a very powerful topic, which is how to increase our mental well-being. Now, the reason why we have chosen to pick this particular topic is because the month of May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And this actually started out in 1949. And there's a lovely website that Alicia came across called Mental Health America. And especially focusing in the US, they have reached out to millions of people doing so much around their media, the local events, screenings, they even have an app. So it's phenomenal because we've got a lot of information from their website, which has just really blown us away. We were really impressed and we really want to share it with you guys. Yeah, definitely. I think it's all about sharing that, those educational um, talks, you know, different topics that they go through. It's really important to help raise awareness for it and just create that ripple effect of positivity and empowerment for those that are living with certain mental health conditions, but also for people who have loved ones in that particular um, situation. So that's what we're going to be focusing on today. And I know this past year with the pandemic, it's been It's been quite a heavy, heavy impact on pretty much everybody, people who were already suffering from various issues in the past. It's just I feel like it's enhanced it a lot more now, more than ever. It's really important to help people with their mental health struggles and prevent that stigma and make sure that people are seeking help and there's different ways that we can help others around us. Yeah, definitely. The COVID-19 pandemic has Uh, impacted different people in different ways and I also feel like some people may feel like yeah it's impacted me financially through my job etc but they may not even acknowledge that it has impacted them in terms of their mental well-being and their wellness space but I feel like this is going to become um, a challenge that we will all be overcoming in our own ways so I love how Mental America has put together a fantastic toolkit. So do check it out. We've got a lot of key points that we thought were very, very powerful. And that is our source of information um, for this particular episode. But the key thing is we want to help increase resiliency and just having that kind of toolkit where you can overcome any challenge. Because if you think about it, we're surviving through the pandemic So therefore we can continue to survive and do a lot more. And this is especially within the mental space. Yeah, definitely. And there are loads of topic areas that they cover on their website around this, you know, mental health toolkit that everyone can use to improve their um, mental well-being. But we're only going to walk you through four of these just to give you some tips on how you can increase your well-being and, you know, just make it through everything that we've gone through in this in this past year or so. So the first thing that they share is accepting reality. Sometimes in life we have various situations and you know we can't change these particular situations and radical acceptance is all about fully accepting your reality in the situations that are beyond your control. So it doesn't mean that you have to say, okay, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, you'd have to approve of the situation or sort of give up. 
Um, it's really allowing yourself to feel the way you want to feel, but accepting that this is the way it is. Because if you give less power to the problem, you can actually start moving forward and looking at solutions and ways to, you know, get past it. Yeah, definitely. That's a really good one, especially considering what we're going through. You know, we need to be able to remind ourselves that we can't change what has already happened. So with the pandemic hit, everyone was at different areas of their life. They had different plans for 2020, 2021. But you need to genuinely remind yourself that you cannot change what has happened. You can only make peace with the reality. You have to acknowledge we can't go back and change the time. Now, I know I celebrated a big birthday last year and I enjoyed it as much as I can. Looking back, I thought, oh, I wish I could have done more. But I literally can't change that fact. It was simple. We were in a very different scenario. We made the best of the situation. And this could be challenging, painful. I mean, me celebrating my birthday isn't that painful. No big deal. I'm a very, very simple person. But it's for you, it's that personal um, understanding and identification that I can't control it. And you rather um, force your energy. I wouldn't even say turn it. Force your energy towards coping with it and overcoming it so it's that genuine reminder yes this has happened and it's okay yeah and we we can't change it and that's completely fine and another really big thing is actually embracing your feelings around it because you know just because this is what reality is doesn't mean it's going to make all of us happy you know we're all going to have mixed emotions we might still be angry scared feeling overwhelmed or even lonely if there's some people who are still isolated out there and that's okay accepting reality also includes accepting the way that you're feeling and when you accept those feelings you kind of let yourself experience them without any judgment and then you can start working through them in a healthy way I think that's one of the big things is you know accepting that okay I feel sad I'm gonna accept that I feel sad have my moment but then I'm gonna come out of that yeah definitely And also, I love this one, which is using um, coping statements. So this is a lot around self-talk. And I know Alicia and I covered this previously. And we do like this because it's really powerful because it's actually what you say to yourself that impacts anything and everything. Mm. So let's focus on actually making a list of things that we can say to ourselves that can help us cope more um, efficiently. So a good statement could be, it is what it is. Um, I can't change what has already happened. I can accept things the way they are. I can only control my own actions and reactions. So a good tip is, Alicia and I are very visual as well, stick a few post-it notes in places where you are often, put some alarms on your, reminders on your yeah, phone. pop-ups. Maybe, yeah, maybe even on your um, work computer or your main computer. A few little sticky notes just to be like, you know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm fully control of what I can do, because we can only control ourselves. So I think that's the main key element we wanted to to share with that point. Yeah, so the second point um, that the website covers in, in a lot of detail as well is adapting after experiencing some trauma and stress. And we all face trauma and adversity within our lives. And I know during everything that's happened in this past year we've had a little bit more trauma you know we've lost some loved ones it's been really tough out there but trauma of any kind you know whether this was pre-pandemic or you know post-pandemic it's still going to affect your mental health and it can be hard so what we want to do is we want to help you guys to become more resilient and and help you feel more at ease because being able to adapt is such a key 
skill set in life, you know, um, that you can apply everywhere. So for tips to sort of heal ourselves when it comes to trauma and stress, the first thing is to process your thoughts. You know, whether it's during um, trauma or after experiencing something that's very stressful, it's quite common for us to go into that sort of survival mode where we get so wrapped up in our own head that's where all the sort of energy is going and we, we start to have a bit more painful feelings and we want to avoid confrontation. But we really need to start acknowledging what has happened, how it has impacted you. And that's a really important part of healing is when you kind of sit down with yourself and be like, okay, this is what's happened. This is how I feel about it. And actually pace yourself. I think sometimes we go into that overdrive definitely and another very uh, useful tip is taking care of your body and this is so powerful we're going to hear it we probably we probably heard of it already you know do some workouts just uh, move your body in any shape or form go for the walks and this is actually more holistic so this includes eating a nutritious diet sleeping well having that water and moving that body now it's so important because our body is in a very good state when we're moving and the goal is to do this daily is actually just listening and in, getting in tune with your body and giving it what it needs so example you plan to do like you know what i'm going to do a 30 minute hit session but you wake up in the morning and you think you know what i want to just tone it down i want to do a bit of light yoga i know it's great to push yourself but you also should listen to your body and if you feel like okay i've done enough of 20 minutes i just want to have a bit of mindful cooling cooling down session it's really important that you're also taking care of your body, but also listening to it and genuinely just stretching your body, buddy, your body <laughs> for a few minutes is just so important. And I know Alicia and I are really adopting this because we want to practice what we preach and we are definitely working on our physical body in terms of moving it more and making sure it becomes a habit, but also cooking a lot of meals ourselves, getting that sleep and not disturbing that sleep either yeah definitely another tip for healing is to give yourself grace you know dealing with trauma and stress isn't actually easy right everyone's been there but it's very common for us to feel frustrated with ourselves and that can actually slow our recovery process so when you try to um you know you you catch yourself in a thought where you're like why am I acting like this? And you have that sort of anger and frustration about yourself. You really want to stop and think about how great it is that you have continued to keep going despite the fact that you've been faced. So don't be too hard on yourself that you have maybe those negative thoughts and you don't have every single day which is, you know, the best day ever full of positivity. Give yourself grace and be like, okay, tomorrow is a new day. I can change the way I feel and I can change the way I look at this this new day. Definitely. Definitely. We love the word, definitely, don't we? We need to <laughs> Google some new words. But what I love here, what Alicia mentioned is sometimes our days can just roll into a long week yeah. or, or just a day. It can be a lot of repetition. So giving yourself grace can also just include having a day where you are a bit more relaxed, but then just saying to yourself, I'm going to make tomorrow a little bit more unique. I'm going to change up my routine. I'm going to have something different to have for my breakfast or do something else or do a different hairstyle, guy or girl, you know, mix it up. But one key element that I feel that this period has really emphasised on is actually taking time out for yourself. 
Yeah. There's so much that we're doing and different people have so many different roles that they are actually displaying. So you could be a parent, student, you're maybe an employee, business owner, and it actually doesn't differentiate the fact that you could be someone who's also struggling with mental health challenge or concern that you're personally facing. So we can all get overwhelmed by the day-to-day life yeah. and especially what we've been going through it can actually get to a point where you're like even the simplest day is like oh gosh this is still overwhelming because you may have been the person who never used to cook at home that much I mean (laughs) you know what I mean it could be anything you're like oh I never spent this much time at home or never had this much time for me to actually listen to my own thoughts yeah but it's really just taking those small changes to also it's it's that cliche of self-care but we want to dig a bit deeper on how can you Take a bit of time and actually just get the most out of what is good for you and not just what you see on Instagram, whereas put a face mask on and, and have a bath. That's self-care. Well, that isn't actually self-care. That's actually just looking after your skin and having a nice bath and washing your body. You need to get deeper. And I think self-care is also a lot deeper. So, Leash, what's the first thing we can give yeah. us a tip? So, the first tip for taking care of yourself is to accept yourself as you are. And that really goes into what you've just said about, you know, looking at what different people do on social media. And you want to not compare yourself to others. Everybody is running their own race. Try not to compare your life with, especially with what it looks like right now, to somebody else's that you're seeing online. And especially when you start comparing yourself to others, it's so easy to have those negative feelings. So the first thing when it comes, the very first step in self-care is to accept yourself and remember that your best you doing your best and the way you are as a person is the right way to move forward and where you are in life right now and it doesn't play into account of what everybody else is doing even if it's your family and you know people that are close to you everybody is different you have your own things your own way of doing stuff yeah 100 percent. now you also need to find out what makes you happy Not your sibling, not your mother, father, uncle, auntie, just you. And this is, especially pre-pandemic, this is something I noticed. We were so busy doing X, Y, Z, running around. And you may be thinking you're doing things that you enjoy. But actually, when you've had that moment to pause, you're like, nah, that wasn't my cup of tea. So this is a great opportunity, especially where a year beyond... Um, what the pandemic has kind of evolved to be we're still we're still going through it but make a list of things that make you happy what have you discovered in the last few months that you feel like you know what I actually do enjoy doing this and it makes me happy and it doesn't matter if it doesn't make someone else happy so you get to be selfish but I would genuinely recommend having a list somewhere in your diary somewhere physical where you can always just say, you know what, what do I feel like doing today? You know, you're going to still have those yeah. days where you're like, I don't know what to do. You know, you I know things are opening up and you might want to go and see family, friends, etc. But you're still going to have days where you're like, what am I going to do this morning? So you can pull out that list and it can give you an opportunity to do something that you know sparked joy, but you just maybe forgot about it. And I think that's going to give you that sense of, accomplishment in terms of actually taking care of yourself because simply just making a lovely recipe of a particular breakfast meal that you like but you forget about it but if it's on your list you're like yeah I'm gonna actually schedule time to do it 
Yeah, definitely. And along with that comes setting some boundaries, right? Because as things are opening up and as people are, you know, going out a little bit more, reaching out to friends and family that, of course, they haven't seen in a while. But you also need to remember that you still need to make time for yourself. And don't feel bad if you have to say, no, you know what, I've got this going on. I need to have time for myself. Because... It sometimes can be tough having those conversations. You know, all your friends are like, come, let's go out, let's go out. And you might not want to. You mm. some, some people are just diving head straight into this, but someone might need to transition yeah. from changing, from being in a lockdown and then coming out and being able to go everywhere. Not everyone can make that quick change and you might want to take it step by step. So you want to set those boundaries in place and be able to say, no, you know what? I can't come out this day and I'm not in the mood of going out to a restaurant just yet and take your time with it and you know make sure you know how you feel and you're happy to share that with other people so that you know you've got time for yourself and you know what's best for you and your health because I know in in the midst of things everyone's getting excited to have life somewhat coming back to normal but if you're not ready just make sure that you share that with people and you know so that people don't step over how you're feeling. 100% and you don't want to go from completely being at home immersed in your bubble and then completely going and then the second day you're out all day your energy levels you're like oh I'm not used to this take it one step at a time yeah make it a beautiful experience going to that restaurant you know enjoying that bite of food that you've not had in a long time make it special and and also one thing I'll definitely um urges you'll realize that you value it so much more something that you took for granted day in day out before now it's just a a massive treat and that's how life should be because we should enjoy the moments um rather than the month or the day it's really actually the few moments moments, Yeah. yeah now the next one is simple processing big changes change is just part of life guys this is we all know this we don't need to be reminded um this is going to happen to someone in any shape or form. It could be in a good way or a bad way. You know, a change for me, example, I'm working from home a lot more where Alicia's still going into work. It could be a good or a bad change. You just don't know. But the important thing is everyone experiences um, a change at some point at a different level and most of the time when we're not really expecting it or we may not be prepared for it. So there are certain situations that can be like, oh my God, this is just, changed my whole path yeah my whole life is... my, yeah <laughs> and and that's going to happen we 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 don't know when it will but pro- by providing yourself with those tools that can help you to pro- uh, process that change will allow you to adapt to it more easily you know no one can get rid of that change but it's about adapting to it doing it doing it to it yes. a lot better so the first tip for processing change is Focus on what you can control and not what you can't control. And I think one of the hardest things about big change is that feeling of helplessness where you're like, I wasn't ready for this. Like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. And at some point you're going to have to accept the change that you're experiencing and then focus on what you can control with it. So it could be various situations from day to day that are now, you know, coming. That thing, we've still got a few changes that have come out week by week month by month we've got lockdown restrictions that are lifting that's a big change for different Mm. different people but it can be comforting to know that there are still things that you have control over so if you focus on that whereas what we just spoke about is you know if you want to go out if you don't want to go out you have control over that you know if you want to immerse yourself in going shopping when there's 
um, lots of people out there. That might make you feel anxious, but you have control over that. So that's what you want to focus on. Even though things are changing and they will continue to change in the future yeah. as we get on with life, but if you focus on what you can control, it'll be a lot more easier for you to process the change. Yeah, I really like that. And it's also important to put pen to paper and then also put your feelings onto paper. So it's especially when you are processing big changes, like we all have, your brain can feel like it's continuously just going round and round and round. And you want to be in a state where you want to put everything on your mind onto paper just so you can understand it more yeah and it's just it's a we've spoke about journaling before it's, it doesn't have to be you know when people think of journaling they're like oh i need to sit there for hours writing you can journal for five minutes yeah just keep it simple just grab a small notebook and that's it yeah get yourself going but it's just nice to have clarity on what's buzzing around your mind i think that's the best bit is because you'll be able to write it out on paper and you're like, oh, that's why I'm feeling this way. Oh, this makes a little bit more sense because in my mind I was always worried about this and this is what it really is and it can give you comfort. Or it could take you in the other direction where you feel and you identify things that need to be changed for your own benefit. Yeah, it's like decluttering your mind and just releasing it and putting it down on paper and it will make... Um, you feel a little bit more organised with your thoughts. Like, you, you know, like Priya said why am I feeling this way? And you're like, oh, okay, this makes sense. And it will just help you to process the different changes because you're acknowledging how you're feeling about it or you know what you think about something in particular. Another way of um, processing change is to really tune into the good and not, you know, focus on the bad things that are happening or are part of the change. Focus on the good things that this change is going to bring. And no matter what kind of change that you will have in your life, there will always be some good in it and some bad in it. That's just the way life is. Um, it could be, you know, getting a new job and mm -hmm. having a, a change in that. There's good and bad in everything. But you want to let yourself get rid of the negative feelings and just focus in on the good positive things. So you want to sort of retrain your brain to think on the positives in your life by doing very simple things that we've spoken about many times before in previous episodes, but like practicing gratitude, you know, taking out small things, um, you know, sorry, focusing on small things that bring you joy that you can spend time on and maybe changing the way you think about challenges into new opportunities. Yeah. And it's a reflection is one of our key points that we love to discuss. Get a piece of paper, A3, A4, and just write, you know, my pandemic year. And literally look back at your photos, look back at anything that you've done at home, new skills you've learned. Literally just dump it all in there. Put out some cutouts. Because we want to look back at this time. Yes, it's a challenging time, but we also want to look at it in terms of what we learnt, what we've overcome, you know, what where has our mind, sh mind shift changed in in some respect so yeah I'm, I'm even i'm thinking to do that i think it'd be lovely just to spend a bit of time and thinking you know what i still enjoyed th this month that month yes it, we were in a different way of life but there's still value in it and this is this is forcing yourself to tune into the good you're literally programming your mind to seek the positive you could do this as a daily exercise where every day you're going to list one thing that you've enjoyed uh, over the week or so just keep jotting it down and it's just you're reprogramming reprogramming your mind and that and your mindset and that's just so powerful I think yeah. that's a great thing to do it is it really is and you know everybody is going through some form of 
um, mental health challenges, whether big or small. But I think one key thing also to realize is that you're not the only one. And I think the more we speak about these types of topics and the more we share on our social platforms and raise that awareness, people feel like, you know what, I can go to this person and maybe get some advice or this person feels the same way as I feel. That makes me feel better because I'm not the only one. And there's lots of tools out there that can help people with various things. And of course, if it is something very serious, don't forget to always seek professional help as well, not just uh, things that you see on uh, Instagram and what you may read online or hear from uh, various people. Definitely seek professional help if it is something that is um, a little bit harder for you to deal with. But we really hope that this um, particular episode has just helped you to give you know get a few tips on how to cope with the new changes that are coming about and just to genuinely increase our mental well-being and just raising that awareness for us is something that's really important we want to make sure that we're there and you know people can hear from us and what our tips are because like Priya said it, it, in any shape or form big or small everyone has gone through some form of a challenge but sharing how we get through these challenges is what's going to help us grow and help other people's people grow brilliant i really think this was a a very important topic to um, cover in the month of May. So we genuinely hope that you've seen some value in the points that we've shared. Definitely take out the time to reflect and yeah. really just take you take each day one step at a time. And we hope to hear from you in yeah. any tips, any example you've done a tip and you're like, oh yeah, this has really helped me. Do share with us. We are at Instagram underscore on not on on instagram at systematic underscore alicia's giving me a look like you should know your instagram handle but um you know yeah, where reach to out find to us reach us um on that we have a, an email which you can contact us through too but definitely share your journey raise the awareness yeah. i'm sure even the smallest and simplest thing that you share with others is going to really help someone with their mental well-being so we hope you guys had a uh, uh, a good time listening to us and we will talk to you in our next episode. Bye everyone. Take care. Bye.